How's it, everyone? And welcome to the Look At Us podcast. I'm Star. And I'm Kaleo. And let's get down to the nitty gritty on life. From our perspectives and experiences, from questions like, does pineapple really belong on pizza? Or questions like, whatever happened to Vine? So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Look At Us podcast. I'm Star. We got Kaleo here. I pointed the wrong way, but this is the first episode, man. It's first episode of our podcast. We're doing this. We're doing it, right? We're doing it. We're doing all of it. We're doing all of it. Man. Uh, all of it. We're glad. We're glad that you guys are here with us, you know, listening in or you guys are watching on YouTube. We're going to get it going, man. And what we're going to do is we're going to start off with this crazy Moana theory. If you guys haven't watched Moana yet, this Disney movie, go ahead and check it out. Probably one of the greatest Disney movies, right? Greatest. I love it. <laughs> But I know you never heard of it, right? You never heard this theory yet? The Moana theory? No. Yes. No, you haven't heard it. All right. So let me uh Not all of it. Let me prepare you guys to like completely just your your childhood just just gets destroyed. The theory is, right? Moana actually dies in the movie. And the whole movie is of her just living in the afterlife and trying to make her way to heaven. So, okay, wait. So you're talking like it's like a purgatory type story? Like she's in a limbo and Pretty she's much. trying to correct it? Not maybe not not correct it, but so here's here's the theory, right? So Moana died in the storm. So remember the first time she goes out in a canoe and then it breaks and crashes and she washes back up on shore? Yes. So there's a, the second time when she goes back out and then there's the big thunderstorm, right? Yes. That's when she actually dies cuz her the story is that the lightning actually struck her boat and who in the right mind is going to survive a lightning strike? You know what I mean? I mean, plenty of people have survived a lightning strike. I mean, you're not wrong, but that's why this is just a theory. Right? So the theory <laughs> is like, she died on that second attempt and she meets Maui, who happens to be her guardian angel. His job is to take her to Tefiti. And in the movie, Tefiti means heaven. That's true. So okay. So that's the theory. After reading some more, like a lot of like diehard Moana fans or Disney fans, they debunk it right off the bat because when she is on that on the ocean on a canoe and she meets her grandma, the grandma's a spirit. And so like, okay, so why isn't the grandma an actual, you know, person like Maui? If right. she, you know, if she's uh, if Moana is dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. So that's True. that's how it, the theory kind of like gets, you know, funky, but you know, like I said, it's just a theory. Oh, but there's so you could go so far into that. I could see that theory being a little bit more accurate than I think people could interpret. Right, right, right. That's what I like about uh, conspiracy theories because there's so much. There's some theories that it's like super tight knit, right? Like, oh, it's like, dang, that most likely going to be true. But there's a lot of theories. Actually, most of the theories is there's always holes in the story. And, and but that's why it's a theory. You know what I mean? That's crazy. I never would have actually thought of that kind of theory for that movie. Ever. Right. And and then if you really think about it, it is it is kind of dark. It was like, man, so we just watched this whole movie based off of a dead person, like a character for kids that, like, you know what I mean? There's kids just. Right. <laughs> There's so many mature films that have that kind of concept where it really was like the person was dead, like Sixth Sense. Right. So. I could see that, but more of like a Disney twist. Right. I mean, if you guys if you guys know Disney and their theories and their origins, like 
there's a lot that people don't know. So speaking on the culture of Moana, you know, if you guys don't know, Moana is based on the Pacific Island culture. And the, the great thing that I liked about that movie was they tied in Tahitian culture, Hawaiian culture, Samoan culture. I think they had a little bit of Maori culture as well. So it was great. It wasn't like they focused on one culture. Like, for example, Lilo and Stitch was strictly all Hawaiian. Well, yeah. yeah, right. So, which wasn't a bad thing, but the thing that separated Lilo Stitch and Moana and made Moana, I, I believe, more successful because so much more cultures can relate to it. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I would agree. I'd agree. I like how, ma- how many different representations there was. And people don't realize that, like, majority of the cultures have the same beliefs, have the same upbringing, the same tradition, same culture uh, aspects, and... Just a little history, if you guys don't know, right? We all migrated from the same place. There's still the story is still up in the air where exactly, but just like in Moana, they started at one place and they ventured out to different islands, discovered yeah. different islands, and each island had their own culture. Yeah. So, speaking of culture, we gotta tell them about our story because I'm Samoan, you're Hawaiian, and you know we we come from the Pacific Islands, and uh, I think it'd be great for people to kind of get to know us a little bit more. Yeah. So, so you you grew up on the island. Yeah, I grew up on Hawaii, but not my heritage, not my culture's island. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, so you were you were more deep in in what like the Hawaiian culture was living on the Hawaiian islands rather than in Samoa. Right, right. So a lot of you guys that are listening, you, if you guys don't know, I'm Samoan, and so Samoan is just another Pacific island culture. They're on a totally different island. That's where my family's from. My parents uh, grew up in Samoa, on American Samoa, actually. So a lot of people don't know. There's American Samoa and then Western Samoa. Long story short, you know, American America made part of the islands of Samoa American territory. And the other islands, are they're still independent to their own country. So my parents moved over to Hawaii, and that's where they had me. They were having the rest of my siblings and whatnot. And, you know, that's where I was raised. Yeah, like you said, Kaleo. We grew up in the Hawaiian culture, but I think at that time, it's so uh, modernized now and so diverse now that, like, we grew up in the Hawaiian culture, but also other cultures as well, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes complete sense. It's right. a huge melting pot over there, I feel like. there's, there's It's become so intertwined with so many different cultures that it's kind of bled into its own style nowadays. Right. As compared to when I was younger or when you were younger. Right. And it, and, it, and it sucks to to have a lot of the Hawaiian natives, you know, not like that. And I only say that because I have a I have a few friends that are full Hawaiian. Uh, well, they come from a full Hawaiian uh, heritage and, you know, their ancestors were, you know, living there back in the day. That's, you know, that's their land. And, you know, a lot of them don't like to claim that that's what Hawaii became or what it is now. They're still very strong-hearted about like, no, this is Hawaii. It's straight Hawaiian. I'm not downing them. I mean, great, you know, be be proud of your culture because I would I would have been the same. So I'm I'm Hawaiian, like Star said, and I I grew up over on the mainland. I grew up in in Oregon, but my my family, my heritage is Hawaiian. So my tutu, my grandma, she would fight a lot for the Hawaiian people and being hey like the they we deserve this we we worked hard for this we we manifested all of this and and this this is our land so i understand where they're coming from 
But at the same time, like, I feel like with the spirit of our culture and aloha, that it shouldn't necessarily be just one kind, you know, it should be an integration of all, but within reason, I feel that that's my personal. Right. My tutu were probably like, oh, child. (laughs) 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 But I think I think nowadays they they, uh, it's a little bit more of an understanding of trying to fuse our cultures together and live peacefully rather than, oh, this is what you were promised. I'm going to take it. No taking, but more or less we should be sharing. Right. No, it makes sense. It makes totally sense. And uh, I always say this and, and it's not in a negative way, but, you know, it's a very common saying that a lot of people say, you know, it is what it is. Whatever happened, happened. You know, whatever we got now is we make the best out of it. I told this to my friend, too, all the time. Like, I feel like you're going about this a little bit in the wrong way. You know, there's a there's a different approach to how you want to get your word across here how you want to get your message across. You know what I mean? Like there was so much negative that happened to all of our cultures. You know, yeah. why Why come back with another negative? You know what I mean? Like what is that saying? You can't, <laughs> you can't fight fire with fire, right? Right. So I mean, you can, yes. but you can't. <laughs> you can, I mean, unless you I want mean, a bigger I... fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know that's how they deal with like, Mass fires, like over here in Oregon, right? We do yes. a lot of fires. So they do a fire line. So they're fighting fire with fire. Yeah, but so I digress. I that, that has nothing to do with culture. <laughs> Yo, so I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. You didn't know that? They do fire lines. They'll burn a huge section when there's big wildfires. They'll Yo. burn a huge fire line. So that way that the fire can't progress through. Right. So I didn't know that. And I saw this video yeah. on TikTok. I saw this video on TikTok and this guy was like, being like, oh, look at look at these guys. They're 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 the one causing the fire. They probably started it because they're they're putting more fire on the fire. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? No. Really? That's what it that's what they do. <laughs> and then I didn't know that that's how you're supposed to, you know, push yeah. the fire in a certain direction. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm dumb. <laughs> it gives them no fuel to keep right. I was like I'm so dumb and plus like <laughs> I believe that got like the first point of view I believed it right off the bat and I think that's a big problem in our world it's like so. yeah yeah well like I mean growing up as far as like the Hawaiian culture and the islands and stuff like that goes when I was growing up was not what happened right. you know so misinformation is everywhere right so us right. You, learning and trying to Go out there and find as much information as we can and processing it ourselves is huge. And people people don't like to do that as much anymore. No, I don't want to say it's sad, but it, it is it is a tough thing to see when when people just have that. What do we say in, in the Pacific Island culture? They hard head. Oh, they yes. hard head. You know what I mean? Hard head so bad. And that's I mean, <laughs> you know, we, we can go into the whole psychological thing, but it's all it's all learned. You know what I mean? Just it is like. You see, you see your parents being real stern about something or whatever. You're eventually going to be like that, and for another specific reason or another specific event or something. Oh, and that's know. a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother topic. But <laughs> speaking of parents and kids and whatnot, I do have a question for you. You know, you said you were raised in uh, in the mainland. Do you wish you was raised in Hawaii? You know, there's times that I really do wish I was. But at the same time, I think it made me appreciate the island more every time I go back. 
we go we go to the Big Island, so we go to Hawaii itself, right? Because that's where most of my family's at. But I feel like it's made me appreciate it so more every time I go, instead of like most of my cousins and family. Right, like, right. They, they're just like, I want off this rock, <laughs> right. you know. Where I'm like, oh, but it's so beautiful. Appreciate it. And that's so always I think a, it's made me appreciate it. So that's that's the thing about that. Like, I feel like people that was raised on the island and then moved away for like years and years. Like, say you say you was raised maybe what ten or you're ten, twelve years old, and then you was uh moved out to Oregon and then lived out the rest of your life there. Like I think, yeah. I think because you had already lived there, I think you would appreciate it a little bit more compared to like yeah. not being there in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, that I that makes sense. That makes definite sense. Because like I, I have plenty of family that's like never want to go back. It's just it's a it's an island. I can't do it. It's you know rock fever. It's a real thing. You yeah, know? yeah, island, island fever. fever. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real. And I get it, you know, when you can go from one end of the island to the other in a day, like, I, I get it. Get yeah. It. Whereas here yeah. in Oregon, you could drive for days and just hit another state. You yeah, know? exactly. And that's that's the thing I like about living up in the mainland. You know, we, we get that opportunity to travel. And, you know, back in the islands, you don't get to travel that much because, one, they don't have the super ferry anymore where they would just, you know, ride the big ferry to another yeah. island. You got to fly, you know. Yep, and, and that's so expensive it yes it does get expensive uh however you know they've been they've been pretty well on uh making the the price reasonable from island to island it's just from it's just from hawaii to california that's 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 where it gets expensive or to the states (laughs) oh i know (laughs) but it's actually not bad Uh, um if you guys want to travel to hawaii just a little fun fact you want to want to travel to hawaii just go when it's not during the summer or not off during, season. yeah, off season. Not during the summer, not during the holidays. Because I was looking some flights for February last month, and there was a round trip that was for like four fifty. And I'm like, bro, I have never seen that. And I'm like, wait, I never look uh, around this time. I always look during the summertime and holidays. Oh my gosh, only four fifty round. Round trip for one person, and that well, that was from Arizona. But I'm sure, I'm sure, Cali. It might be a little bit the same. It might be a little more. It might be less. But I think from Arizona to Hawaii, and then from Seattle to Hawaii, is a lot cheaper than California to Hawaii. I don't know why, but it just is. Yeah. Usually, when I fly out from Oregon, we have to go from Oregon to Cali, and then to. Right. There is there is some uh, there's there is a lot of flights that go direct from from Seattle to. Uh, why am I saying Seattle? You're in freaking Oregon. But anyway, I'm in Oregon. I mean, Seattle's only yeah. a few hours away, right. though. Like, right. I'd probably, if I was you, I'd probably rather fly to Seattle just to save that few bucks and then just drive down to Oregon. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> you save you save a few bucks, man. And then if you got a lot of family in Hawaii, you know, you guys are listening. Save as much as you can wherever you can, whether it be. Oh yes. Whether it be like I've had family do this all the time, like they're coming out of Cali, going back to Hawaii, and the price was like twelve hundred bucks. But the price from Arizona to Hawaii was like I think it was like eight fifty, almost nine hundred. And so what they did was they just rented or not rented, they borrowed. Uh, they had one of their other family members drive them to Arizona, five hour drive, and then they drove back, and then they flew out of Arizona. So they saved a few bucks just by going to a different state. Like, why not yeah. do that? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I mean, that's family for you, though. Like, my family would do that in an instant. Like, yeah, you need me to drive you there? That's fine. But, yeah. like, I feel like not many families over here be like, yeah, <laughs> let me drive you five hours out of my way yeah. to take you to the airport. I feel like that's not as common. So, like, go back into the whole culture aspect of this. I feel like, so... When you moved away from Hawaii, was it a huge culture shock for you when you moved off the island? So coming here, like the military transition, no. And the only reason why I say that is because I went to college all the way in Pennsylvania. And so at that time, it was a big culture shock. It was a lot. It was a, it was a big language barrier. And it's not not that I couldn't understand english not that type of language barrier meaning my slang compared to yes. their slang and on top of that some of the words that we grew up saying when i say this guys you guys are listening don't think that we're bad people but for some reason <laughs> there's one word that we grew up saying and it was it was like normal to use whenever we'd you know mess around with each other like friends or cousins or whatever I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to spell it out, the F-A-G word, you know, that word. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Yeah, so I couldn't say words like that. I couldn't say other words. or I couldn't say we <laughs> – there's no, there's no racism in Hawaii. And so we would always have racist jokes towards each other because we're so diverse. Yeah. And so yep. we couldn't – I couldn't do any racist jokes. And I knew that. You know, it was common sense, like – I'm not going to say it to another black person or a white person or a Hispanic person just because that's how we did in Hawaii. Like, nah, I you know, was mature enough to not do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, yeah it was a it was a big culture shock. And I think the biggest hurdle for me was that I didn't have no family around at all, not even in the neighboring states yeah. around Pennsylvania. And so it really, really made me feel homesick. I, I felt like I was alone. That's a good thing about uh local people, Pacific Islanders. Like you, you see another Pacific Islander immediately. That's my brother. That's my cousin. That's my oh, family. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and that's that's one thing I love because like you're just instantly you're just like mm, we are we're in it. But like over here, they don't even hug over here, right? Really? So you meet new people on the you know you're instantly your family. So you're giving each other a hug. You're saying you know you just you're bonded. Whereas over here on the mainland, that culture definitely does not really exist. So it was it was a shock for me to not like hug people, give each other kisses and stuff like that. That was that was that was a weird culture shock for me. Right. I was always so nice and bubbly and loving. I mean, I still am. Right. But right. <laughs> but I tame it down when I'm like, you know, out and about in public and stuff like that, meeting new people. It's weird for me. Yeah, still is, and I've been here pretty much my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. It's like like you said with the hugging and you know kissing, and when we say kissing, that doesn't mean on the lips, you know, kiss the cheeks, no. right? <laughs> yes, yes, kiss the cheeks. But every time I meet like you know my wife's friend or we, I have my uncle them out here. Whenever you know we go over and then he has friends over, I go immediately in for the hug, and then they're like, oh, like they hesitate, but. They kind of they kind of understand too. That's how our culture is. But if they if they like really are standoff, then I won't go in for the hug. I'll just you know handshake or whatever. Just respect. But it's uh that's how it is, man. You you meet a 
you meet another Pacific Islander and you guys, you know, like say you're white, black or a different culture or different, you know, heritage, make friends with them because they're going to treat you like family. And that's that's the truth. Oh, straight truth. Growing up, like we were the house where all the kids went, you know, they <laughs> all hung out. We always had the biggest parties right. and everybody like all of our friends were my parents' kids. They all called them mom and dad. And right. that's just how it was in my house. And you always took your shoes off at the door. <laughs> Tip number one. You go to a Pacific Islander uh, uh, house, take off your shoes, your slippers, flip-flops, sandals, <laughs> jandals, chancas, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> just leave your socks on and you're good. <laughs> yep. If you don't check dirt inside the house, then you leave it outside. If you could... Would you move back to Hawaii and raise your kids there if you could? If I could? Yeah, like finances are cool, you know, they're steady. Because Hawaii is expensive, right? So if, if financially everything was all right and cool, like would you move back and raise your kids there? If finances were so good to the point where I could get them in private school, yes, I probably would. And where? Come here, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, commitment on Big Island, Maui, or on Oahu? I mean, they're all the same, but they're all the same. Probably Big Island, just because that's that's where. Well, that's my where you were. Is. That's where you were right, or not you were, but your family was raised, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, now that we're we're still on the subject of you know our Pacific Island cultures, what are some stereotypes that you know of, at least for Hawaiian or just in the Islanders in general? Ah. Uh. And I feel I I don't know I feel like there's so there's so many like like everyone so everyone can hula everyone can hula everybody knows it everybody can speak Hawaiian no <laughs> no you can't I'm still learning and I am 36. <laughs> yeah, what people don't understand is when you know everything got americanized everything is english nowadays and yep. you know it's all up to the previous generation to teach the next generation and and so forth you know our island culture our island language our heritage everything that we learn because we don't learn that through history i mean yes i know history does have a little bit of somewhat of a history on the hawaiian culture but yeah. as far as the rest of the cultures, there's nothing in the Americanized history books. We we have our own little history books, and we have no classes for that. So it's up nope. to my parents to teach me that and up to me to teach my future kids. It's because we're so English-dominated, it's hard for us to – I don't want to say dominated, but you know what I mean? It's so hard for us to teach us or teach my kid, my future kids the Samoan language because they also – they got to make sure I got to make sure they know English for school yeah. reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it's like the primary for right. where we are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I get it. I get it. What about what about you? I mean, because, you know, with the whole fact that, you know, you are someone and in, in growing up in Hawaii, like, is is there is there some between the fact of being Hawaiian or being in Hawaii and being someone like? Yeah, so one thing, so kind of build up on what you said about, you know, everybody speaking the Hawaiian language, everybody knowing how to dance the hula, and then there's the other stereotype where everybody lives in grass shacks. I can't believe that one is still out there. That's just, we get it, people. They put it in movies, and they put it in TV shows, 
But yes, that's how it was back in the days. But obviously, everything is, you know, modernized now. We have buildings. We have concrete. <laughs> so I had a, here's a story. There's a, one of my friends in college. He was like, oh, you're Hawaiian, right? And I'm like, no, I'm not Hawaiian. And he was like, wait, isn't everybody from Hawaii Hawaiian? I'm like, no. Oh. And I wasn't mad because, you know, just by the look on his face, I could tell he just didn't know. You know, so I it's up to us. Like I said, it's up to us Pacific Islanders to educate people because they don't learn this on an everyday on a daily basis. So, yeah, I had to tell him that, like, no, it doesn't work like that. I'm Samoan. And he was still confused. I was like, but you live in Hawaii. That makes you Hawaiian. That's just like me. I'm from Pennsylvania. So I, that makes me a Pennsylvanian. I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that. No. no. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I can understand where he's coming from because a lot of people from New York, they call them New Yorkans. A lot of people from Texas, they call them Texans. And you know what I mean? Like they go, geo they go off of geographically, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. What other ones, though? Are there like big ones? Like you got, like, let's, let's admit it. Samoans are big. Yeah, so we so so I I think I think that stereotype is like within our islander stereotypes, not from like It is. I mean, there's also I would say Samoans seem a lot larger in stature as far as like height and broadness and shoulders and I I feel like Hawaiians are. Right. And so we so fun fact about that, right? So there's a scientist or biologist that did a study on bone density and how, you know, thick and how big bones are in different cultures. And he yeah. learned that Samoans have the biggest, thickest bone density out of everybody in the world. I believe it. Your souls <laughs> are just as thick. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It maybe it was a specific thing on the Samoan island when they, you know, grew up over there. Because <laughs> other other Pacific Islanders in general are huge, but for some reason yeah. our actual Samoan culture has the biggest or densest bone density i could see that i could see that but i'm not big like, i'm pretty small for someone you're the front of your family uh, i want to say grunt because uh look at this face Fail. <laughs> <laughs> but i do want to i do want to bring up another stereotype uh and it's and it's i think i don't think it's a negative one because i guess in a way we brought up a upon ourselves into that stereotype of where all Polynesians or all Pacific Islanders are super good at sports, whether it be, well, the main one was football because of our sheer size, <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the natural strength. Naturally. Yeah. yeah. The natural strength. And the, I think, I think, I don't know if it's, if it's still true now, but a couple of years back, the Pacific Island culture has the most, of its culture in the NFL. Really? Yeah, that's what I saw a couple of years back. I don't I don't think it is still true now, but over the past couple of decades, you know, from when the NFL started, that's the of the Pacific Island culture, like we had majority of our I guess our own race, I should say, I guess. Huh, I never would have guessed that. Same, cuz I know there was a lot, but I didn't think there was that much cuz then cuz then you look at you look at the African American culture or the black culture, there's there's so much, you know, colored athletes, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But there's different. Good. But then there's different cultures within the black community. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh yeah. So that's yeah, what yeah. I didn't realize. I was like, oh, just like there's even a bunch in the Polynesian, Polynesian, or even yeah. in the in the in the white culture too. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I was like, okay, they probably like specific specified the exact culture and then the amount of players that you know been through. You know what I mean? That would make sense. So huh. if I mean, don't don't quote me guys i was just going off i was just going off of what i read a couple years back and you know that stuck in my head because if you guys don't know pacific islanders we're very pride 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 we're very prideful we are very pride we are very pride (laughs) (laughs) oh that's my fault coming out we are we are prideful we are very proud of where we go where we come from and things like that and we aren't it's just lack of learning and information on their side. Right, right. I do I do want to build up on, you know, we're talking about sports and whatnot. And, you know, we're coming up on the, the final category that we're going to talk about. But before we get into that, I do want to express some thank yous to those who are listening in to the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify or YouTube, really do appreciate you. Thank you guys so much for coming through. It's been a blast so far, man. It's our first episode. Uh, what do you what do you think, Kaleo? I I've had so much fun so far, and I can't seriously I can't wait to get into more of the topics. It's gonna be a fun time. We're weird. We're random. <laughs> right, weird and random. That's a that's a great combination. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, we we were on the subject on sports, and a lot of things has been happening a lot lately. And you know, a couple of years back, they had the whole big concussion thing, and. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a really serious subject. You know, especially uh, when it when it comes down to health and you know your well being of your you know of yourself, your person, right? It, it's it sucks because there's so much ways that like people are getting sick and dying and this and that and like for for something like a a, a fun game that we as a human race really enjoy. You know, yeah. it's not just football. It's any any other sport out there. That's the reason why we have sports. You know, it's it's a fun activity that, you know, gets us going. It's something that, yeah, it gets us going. It gets us hyped. It get, it, bring, it brings a lot of people together. Like, I bonded with you because, hello, what's behind you? Steelers? Steelers. Like, we started, to, like, I was like, oh, my a Steelers boy, let's go. Right, you know, right. and I don't have many Steelers fans in my <laughs> life. <laughs> we just got, you just got me and Hemi in. Shout out to Hemi. <laughs> He's gonna love that. He's gonna love that for sure. This guy. <laughs> this fucker. <laughs> this fucker. But uh, no, but, but yeah, yeah, no. yeah. On a serious note, man, like these these things that brings us together is it's it sucks to see that there's a negative side to it as far as health, because yeah. especially football, and you know I'm gonna talk about it. You know, Demir Hamlin. You know the Buffalo Bills player suffered a, a really, really bad and once in a lifetime injury because I was doing some research on it and see exactly what happened. But it 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 was it was such a it was such a bad scene where like it affected the world really and it was crazy. It man. Lord, so many of us. Yeah. I mean, I I I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know who he was until this happened, and then oh, my heart just sank. It sucks, man. It sucks that. I mean, injuries are going to be there, whether you're playing sports, whether you're cleaning the yard yeah. or washing the dishes, you know, like it's going to happen. But for, for something like this to happen to a sport that, you know, brings a lot of people together and, you know, brings a lot of joy and a lot of anger. But still, they still love it. You know, it's a hate, love, hate relationship with sports. right? <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, it just sucks, man. It sucks. And, and you know, 
I know you could uh, you could agree that you know it, we can't imagine what the family's going to, but you know I did see that you know he's 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 up and breathing now. He posted a picture on Instagram today, you know, yep. saying you know thank you for all the love and support. Um, but I do I do want to get into what actually happened because it was I feel like it's a phenomenon on like his injury. Okay, so I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a fact on what some doctors were saying, you know, there's a lot of doctors that came on YouTube on TikTok and was saying, you know, what they believed happened, you know, to Demir Hamlin. And so what they're calling it, they, they, there's a term called comordial cordis. And it's like a, it's like such a rare condition. And once I explain, you know, what happens in the comordial uh, cordis, then you'll be like, okay, yeah, that's pretty rare. So if you guys don't know, right. There's your, you have your heartbeat, right? And there's like different, I guess, points in your heartbeat of where it goes up and down, right? And the last part of the heartbeat where it has that little beat or the little uh, hump or in, in the heartbeat, within that little frame, which is like milliseconds, if you have like a certain amount of blunt force that hits you right in the heart in that exact moment, that exact millisecond, that's where it causes your heart to go into cardiac arrest and your heart stops. And because it's like, it's like a big shock basically. And so, wow. yeah. That. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's so rare because it's like within a millisecond, it, a certain force of, of a blunt force has to hit it in that exact time. Wow. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. And so it's like, it's really bad timing and, I was like really not disturbed, but I was really irritated that like some people was like, "Oh, it's COVID or it's it's the it's the vaccine shots, and that's why you know he he had a heart attack." And I was like, "No, you guys don't know what you're talking about. You guys are trying to make something out of nothing." See, it goes back to the whole thing of learning and <laughs> finding out the real information rather than assuming something just because there's certain topics that are popular right now. Do you have some kind of like? wonder why it took so long for them to make a decision to like you know what we can't play this game no more i'll just cancel it and whatever the precautions is for like the playoffs let it be i i wonder why it took them so long honestly like but then again but then again like i understand like the financial aspect of right, it like there's right. so much that goes into it you know like I don't, that's a tough one for me it's what a tough a, one because you? and it's a tough one because it's like now it's questioning our our humanity you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's like yes it is a business yes it is a game that like injuries happen all the time and yeah the season still goes on and as bad as it i hate saying that that the season still goes on because obviously we're still concerned and you know we're we're careful about you know the injury that happened but it's just the sad thing is that the game still got to play the next week and the week after and yeah. because of one financial reasons and two a lot of investment and whatever, you know, but for them to cancel it. Yeah, I did. I did think it was a good decision to cancel it. I, you know, obviously the teams, they, the two coaches talked to each other during the game or during what happened. And, you know, they decided, yeah, we're done. We're going off and which was great. But I was yeah. wondering why, like, okay, NFL, like figure it out. You guys have all these minds behind the league, figure it out within that time frame, like fast. Because yeah. everybody has questions. Yeah, so... I mean, I, in the end, the NFL needs to realize... Like, they, they need to... Like, it's 
literally all about the fact that it, in the end of the day, humanity and, and, and everything aside from that, it, it is a business. And that's where like the business background in me comes out. But, but the, you know, humanitarian side of me is just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah. I, 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 I just don't know why it took so long. Yeah. At the end of the day, they, you know, the decision was made, you know, games canceled and, yeah. you know, they managed to figure out a way to like make sure it wasn't a whole shit storm for this week and coming to the playoffs. So there's a lot, yeah. a lot that plays into it. A lot it. of factors. And I'm sure there's way, there's way more factors than we could even fathom thinking about. So, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where, yeah, my heart goes out to him, and I'm so glad that he's he's finally getting to the stage of recovery. But oh, woo! That can was you uh, can you imagine it being your son? No, it's I would be an absolute wreck. And that's that's how some parents are. Some parents like have never seen injuries like that before or anything, but then they still have that in their mind. Like, oh, I'm not I'm not letting him play football because I don't want him to get injured. Yeah, which, which comes... well, I wasn't allowed to play football as a girl because my mother said no. I wanted to play football as a girl, <laughs> but my my mother was like, nope, nope, little hey, girl I'm can't play. I'm telling you right now, though, if you was in Hawaii, you know, your mother probably would have seen way more girls be playing. Like, okay, maybe, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we had one girl in my high school playing and she was built like a brick like <laughs> she was solid but i was also very solid because i was very athletic but she always was like nope there's just too many possibilities of injury i don't want to see you doing it but yet i played every other sport under the sun right <laughs> you can you can get an injury from a softball or a baseball hitting your face or head Oh, yeah. You can even yeah. I've even I had I've a been line used... drive to my forehead. Jeez, not joking. Third base, pow, right Jeez. in the face. I've seen, I've had, had one of my my sister's uh, friends got a concussion because a volleyball hit her face. Oh yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I was a setter. I had a volleyball, a bloody nose, everything. Horrible. Yeah, but it sucks, man. Like you know, with these these injuries, and you know, it, it happens. You know, like like I said earlier yeah. in the show, like it is what it is at that point. And yep. you just figure out how you move forward, you know, in either that sport or your life. Because at the end of the day, guys, it's just a sport. And if you can't play it anymore because of an injury, you really, really got to dig deep and find it in yourself to keep moving forward because it's not the end of the world. I understand that 100%. <laughs> Me too. Because <laughs> I went down a dark hole when I, I decided that. I think it was time to for me to put the cleats up and I thought I was okay with making that decision but it was it affected me like the next couple of weeks and I kept regretting but at the same time my maturity started you know telling myself I was like you know it it's time cuz I was like do you want to walk for the rest of your life or do you want to be in a wheelchair at you know 50 years old <laughs> right yeah now some and some people at a young age would be like Psh. I'll deal with that later. Right. Uh, Speaking of young athletes, uh, young MMA fighter Victoria Lee from Hawaii, she dies at 18. I saw that. I don't I know exactly that. what happened, but it literally just happened yesterday. Yeah, I and I saw that today. I was I didn't get a chance to look into it, but I I like notebook. 
Right, right. And I don't know if it was from the actual MMA or if she was sick or anything, but I said MMA. MMA is a totally different dog, man. In, in totally different dog. Oh, my God. For sure, you're getting injured. Some part of it. Yeah. Body. <laughs> yeah. Inevitable. Right, right. You know, we, you know, express our love and prayers to, to you know, the, the Lee family and especially, especially coming out of Hawaii, man. That's, that's our people's, man. Yeah. On that note, let's uh, end the show with what we're going to do every show. We're going to end it off with a dad joke. And I think I'm going to come out with a banger. And then we'll see if Kaleo can uh, come up with a dad joke in the next episode. Or if you have one, then we could do yours too. All right, here we go. Here we go. Why are chickens so funny? I don't know why. Because. Oh, no, you did <laughs> Oh, no. No, no. Cut it. He's done. Bad dad joke. That was not a bad dad joke. <laughs> Chickens are so funny. Because. <laughs> but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end on that note. I appreciate you guys coming through. Kaleo, you got some final words for the crowd. Yeah. I don't know. My final words to everybody is always, thank you so much for being here. Always remember to be uniquely you. Best thing that you could ever do. Stay true. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that notification button for future videos. And if you're listening on Spotify, we appreciate you so much. Make sure you give us a four or five star review. Don't forget to follow. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Alrighty. 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 Two. Two. <laughs> One, two.